0: Hey guys, what's up? This is Keith Horgan, and I've got my guy Jake Fellows here with me for episode three of the Footies Philosophers podcast. Um, so big week games this week. There was Premier League action over the weekend, and um, then the FA Cup games midweek. Um this weekend kind of I think it's gonna be very telling for how the Premier League ends up getting decided. Um biggest game we had City beating Liverpool 4-1. Yep. So they're 10 points clear now, and they have a game in hand on United and second and Liverpool and fourth, also, but they're 10 points off Liverpool and fourth. So um you think that's that for Klopp's uh, chance to retaining the title?
1: Yeah, I think they're they're done for with the title. I, I think uh, I don't think they're looking like they're they're champion selves at all. Honestly, Man City's just they're too good right now, and I don't know. I just don't, I don't even think Liverpool's. I think we look better than Liverpool right now.
0: Yeah, honestly, I agree with you. Um, they don't look like a team that just won the Premier League. And not even just won it, but ran away with it. Like in yeah. the fashion that they won it last season, no one was even close to them. And to be fair, they've had injuries. Um, but I I think that we thought this Liverpool team was a lot stronger than they actually were coming into yeah. the season. Cause you see, like City, obviously, uh, running away with the league right now. It looks like, but yeah, you see just the depth that they have. Like, if their center backs go down, they have they have Laporte. He's out most of the time, and he's yeah. <laughs> arguably uh, the second best defender in the league, bar yeah. uh, Virgil Van Dijk. So. When he's out there, Ruben Diaz and John Stones come in, and they have Fernandinho who could do a shift there. Kyle Walker could even play in the middle of defense if they need. Like Yeah. The the way that injuries have just derailed Liverpool's season this year, to me, that shouldn't be happening to a team that is fighting to win the league and also they want to win Europe too like that's what they what their goals were and injuries happen no matter what season it is, COVID or not like yeah um but yeah
1: they don't have the depth that they should definitely right now it's a good point yeah I mean that could
0: be on the board not backing him or Whatnot, but they went out and bought two center backs. So I met them in January. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily the most proven center backs, but I heard that Klopp was mad because he wanted to go and land Koulibaly in January um, because of the injuries that they had. And they weren't, uh, the board Supporting, wasn't going to. Yeah. Let him do that. Uh, I think it would have cost like a hundred million or something. Yeah, so that's, that's is kind of a lot.
1: Much. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. And... Even though them two at the back would be pretty insane.
0: <laughs> oh, that would be the best defense in. Yeah, that's Europe, pretty scary. <laughs> yeah, but um, did you see what uh Roy Keane was saying over the weekend about Klopp?
1: Yeah, I saw. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's just like uh, that's not like the, that's not how a team uh defending the Premier League title should be like. Yeah, it sounds like excuses and honestly like it's a bit harsh on Klopp, but the only thing that isn't really an excuse is the injuries and he doesn't have any control over that but he doesn't have any control over the fixtures and whatnot like the other things he's um bringing up but everyone's dealing with that so yeah yeah i feel like using <clears throat> that to kind of
1: yeah, you can't um, really use it as an excuse because everyone's going through a lot of injuries.
0: Exactly. Uh, yeah, so that post-match press conference was a uh, different side of Klopp than we've seen before. Uh, yeah. Yeah, when he was asked if they thought uh, their title hopes were over, he basically said that's a super question. And <laughs> part of me thinks that the reason he did that might've just been to deflect the attention away from his players. Cause after a four, one defeat city that, you know, that's going to be um, headline news regardless. There's all really. Yeah. Um, Cause it's just two of the biggest teams in England, but.
1: Yeah. And I'm sure he's. Really I think what he
0: did in the press conference after actually took away some of the attention on how poor his team's performance was and kind of put it more so on like what, the hell is Jurgen Klopp going on about uh, yeah yeah one of the weirder uh manager press conferences that we've seen <laughs> recently
1: <laughs> yeah it was yeah but, he's always different than that but
0: yeah but
1: i mean city they
0: they have um, aguero and de bruyne out
1: yeah and, exactly look at that and laporte yeah.
0: like three of their best players their best defender midfielder and attacker and they're doing really well without them. I mean, Gundogan has. Just, Holy
1: shit! That guy's insane.
0: I don't know what <laughs> happened to him. <laughs> I've always, just, yeah, yeah, I've always rated him. Like even when he was back at Dortmund, I really liked him a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah, he that, is. That, that um, looks incredible.
0: Yeah, that love for him kind of took a hit when he went to the wrong side of <laughs> Manchester, but <laughs> yeah, I, he's a good player.
1: Yeah, you have and to if, respect him now.
0: Phil Foden also just playing incredible. amazing this season. Like, yeah. Last year it was mostly Greenwood getting the plaudits, but.
1: Yeah. Foden, Foden this is, season for sure.
0: Yeah. Really taking over from Don and Silva.
1: Yeah. Um, oh my God. He looks like such an incredible player. Yeah. Like I really hope he plays for England. He's every time he gets the ball, like there's so much space opened up. He creates so much opportunity. He's so, so good.
0: Yeah, you guys could have like him, Grealish,
1: Madison, Greenwood. that'd be insane. Yeah, yeah, and then Greenwood. Um.
0: Oh, do you think Calvert-Lewin or Ali Watkins gets in on the Euro squad?
1: In the squad, uh, yeah, I think in the squad because
0: you think Jaden Sancho is going to get taken, Harry Kane, Jamie Vardy. Um, Rashford, Sterling,
1: Calvert Lewin definitely
0: will, think, yeah. But that's already five,
1: yeah. I know, strikers.
0: I mean, some of them play wide, but that's five, yeah. Attackers. Usually, yeah, because usually and
1: Rashford and Sancho play wide, usually,
0: yeah. But
1: I, 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 I don't Yeah, yeah, I like, yeah, I I like Ollie he could, Watkins,
0: he could bring something to that England team that I don't think any of the other players in that setup really could.
1: Yeah, but I know when I and I know Southgate he he's just not gonna. I know he won't take Watkins. Yeah, he's very he's too. He's gonna take Mason Conservative. Mount. Yeah, he's conservative. He doesn't like he. It took him forever to bring in Grealish, so he he he's. I don't see him taking Watkins yet.
0: Yeah, well, I mean Watkins. I see how Southgate was a little scared of bringing Grealish in too early, but yeah, Watkins isn't really so much of um like a flair type player because Grealish sometimes watching him you'd worry that he might give the ball away um yeah. but Watkins it doesn't really show much of that I like his work rate is probably one of the best things that I write about him yeah and just he can play out wide uh he can play through the middle I think he used to play wide for Brentford but yeah like he's
1: yeah, and also Danny Ing's my uh, like. There's a lot of rumor that he's going to get a call. So, oh yeah, I forgot
0: about yeah. that. Danny Ings definitely should be in the team. Yeah, I,
1: I agree. I think he should too. He's had a really, he's really proving himself. Yeah, and he scored again today actually. And Bamford also. <laughs> yeah, Patrick yeah. Bamford. He looks like yeah. We have a lot of good attacking options right now actually, which is kind of new.
0: Yeah, you guys haven't really had that. I mean, you've you've always had Canham. Uh, Fardy for the past couple years, but
1: yeah. Now before it's that, like, it was yeah.
0: Rooney, and the, only really Rooney for a bit. Yeah, by himself, <laughs> Rooney and Owen for a spell. Um, yeah, but no, you guys definitely have a lot of good attackers coming through. I'm interested to see how Southgate. um Me too. If he can get, because he usually only plays one striker, so
1: yeah, and I'm sure he won't change that. Honestly.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, I could see Kane maybe dropping into a number 10 role because he's just his, um, like, he can move the ball so well. He has, I think he leads the league in assists this season or he's up there. He was was before he went out injured for that spell.
1: Yeah, he was – I remember he had a huge amount of assists. Like, he's getting a goal and assist every game.
0: Yeah, him and Son were on an unbelievable hot streak. Yeah, uh,
1: I mean, yeah. yeah. And now Grealish pretty much has his place in the England team. Like, I'm sure he's going to stay there and and play the for the Euros. He'll start, and I'm wondering what's going to happen with Foden now because he's playing so well. yeah. But he's a defensive manager too. He he's he doesn't he usually likes four at the back and two defensive or five and a defensive. He you know, he doesn't he only really likes the front three and maybe one attacking midfielder. So. Yeah.
0: Because yeah, you figure he's gonna play Henderson probably and
1: definitely. Declan Rice
0: is probably gonna get in the team. Um.
1: Yeah, I could see it.
0: Yeah. And then I mean, I
1: don't know what he's going to do. Like four at the back, five at the back, three at the back. You know, he kind of changes it up so often.
0: Yeah. I think with a healthy Joe Gomez and uh, Harry Maguire, or Jones Stones, you guys might not need to have that second um, holding midfielder in the middle because yeah, up until lately, the England uh, center back's been a real shaky position for them. I mean, yeah, Smalling, sure. Jones, like, they yeah, were no, definitely getting hopes, called yeah. up regularly at, yeah
1: now you know, we have like yeah. stones mcguire even mings
0: yeah cody like, also um, he's
1: gotten called yeah up cody times. yeah yeah so there's a lot to see with what he's going to do
0: <laughs> yeah this honestly depending on how these players develop obviously but yeah this could be like better than that so called golden generation that england had that didn't end up playing yeah. but you know what They kind of have the same problem. It's a lot of players that play the same position.
1: Yeah, it is because
0: that was the problem with them before. Because they had they were playing in midfield four of Lampard, Gerrard, Skulls, and Beckham. Yeah, and Beckham was playing wide right, but then you had Skulls wide left, who the man has asthma. And like, (laughs) why do you have him out wide? Also, I think Skulls is also he could dictate a game better than, um.
1: Yeah, if anything, it should have been Lampard wide.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or, um, Gerard maybe even if you played like skulls deeper and Lampard a bit up, and Gerard is like a wide left box to box midfielder
1: almost. Yeah, no, but this is I think this is our England's best team we ever will have or we have had ever.
0: Yeah, you know what was criminal. That Michael Carrick barely got like half the caps that he deserved because he, I think, should have been picked for that England team way more, even with those players in there, because he's some, he was something different to those three midfielders.
1: Yeah. And yeah, K- Carrick was always really underrated from everyone, I feel like.
0: Yeah. And like, I think that's one of the, tough things with international squads you have you might have a bunch of players that your top players all play the same position um or they're all the same style players but i think you definitely need to bring in some of those other players like um for example like a michael carrick because when that's not working they just give you something else
1: yeah Um, exactly yeah that's why it's important to have like a lot of forwards in the team right now because kane is such a target forward yeah, like it's important to have a fast paced player, maybe like Watkins, because or Vardy, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the uh, other big game over the weekend was United Everton. Um,
1: yeah, it's hard did, to even think uh, about it. <laughs> drop two points. Um, yeah. Real
0: frustrating. I mean, the first half, I thought that was maybe one of our best
1: performances. I know. I thought for sure at halftime we won. Like, I wasn't yeah. even in a doubt we weren't going to win the game for me. We were, was, yeah. we were just playing so well. Like, I was expecting us to win by another two the next half. Yeah. And literally five minutes in, like, I, I have no idea what the hell happened.
0: Yeah. Um, we came out of the second half of sleep.
1: Yeah, totally. So we conceded, what, like two goals in like eight, seven, eight minutes?
0: I think it was less than, I think it might have been five.
1: Yeah, like that's insane.
0: But yeah, and honestly, Rashford played well, but there were some instances where I thought he made the wrong decision. Like, he tried to maybe dribble where he could have just dinked it to the next player and they could have maybe gotten a shot on goal or he, a couple of times. um, I feel like this has been happening a little bit recently. He's tried to play like the finesse shot off or um, when it should have been, he should just be going for power or vice versa. He'll try and go for power when he really just needs to place it. So, but he's, he's creating good opportunities. So it frustrates me, but as his decision-making gets better and obviously Solskjaer is someone who can definitely work
1: on for yeah, for him, sure. um,
0: then I think that will get better. Uh,
1: yeah, he's definitely a, a huge threat player, but I agree. His decisions are sometimes really, they could be a lot better, more clinical. It's just a small decision that can make all the difference in these plays.
0: Yeah, and um, that that was just a frustrating way to drop point
1: uh, It was terrible.
0: literally the last kick of the game. Yeah, uh,
1: like, and we had the ball in the corner. We should have kept it there. Mm-hmm. Somehow it gave it away, gave the freaking foul away. It was a disaster. Uh, yeah. pis- and that was bad.
0: De Gea was for the Ducore goal. Remember, I think it was, was it Calvert-Lewin? Shot tried to go near post on here and he parried it right into the middle, or was it for the second and goal? Right shot. Uh, I. Th- it might have been the first. Yeah, Who I know the exa- I know this? the
1: exact goal you're talking. Yeah, about. The, the, but the Corey scored the second for them. I know that.
0: Okay, yeah. Then it was that one. Um.
1: Yeah. Oh no, but, no, maybe he scored the first.
0: But he. he that's goalkeeping one on one. Yeah. No. Nah, yeah. You don't. You don't parry the ball into the middle of the box yeah that
1: literally was the worst thing he could have done
0: exactly you either push it back out wide where it came from or you uh let it go out for a corner there's um do you remember i think actually i think it was your first varsity (laughs) soccer game do you remember that happened it was at valley stream north I think it was, who was it? Alden was playing in that, I think. And he made a good save, a really good save, but he parried it right down the throat of the box. And I'm like running back <laughs> with an attacker who's breaking. So I'm just like, fuck, I go into the goal because I'm, I'm not going to get beat him to the ball. so And I almost cleared off the line, but because I was like backpedaling as I went to kick,
1: I remember this grass field. Yeah. yeah, I remember you tripped I and tripped. it went in, right?
0: Yeah, and then yeah. um <laughs> I was like yelling at Alden and I remember, uh, yeah, I definitely Berlin remember thought I was like going crazy and took me off. He's like, You can't do
1: that. <laughs> I'm like, I
0: was just, tell- I was just to- telling him nah, not to not put allowed- down the middle of the box.
1: Like you're not allowed to get passionate, it's not allowed. <laughs> exactly. Oh he <laughs> that was literally the reason he didn't like me. <laughs> yeah it you're was like, so yeah. annoying
0: because okay yeah we were in high school and i'd be like oh fuck this fuck that i wasn't like us ass- <laughs> like verbally assaulting anyone or anything like I do know. You rem- you- also do you remember the time when i was like the huge fucking hole in the middle of the field the midfielder needs to drop back and he's like keith you're off and i like didn't play <laughs> the rest of the game and-
1: He would have, like, frustration in the game. He'd take you out. Not yeah,
0: you. And, he was like, <laughs> and he'd ask for, like, an apology. I'd be like, for what? <laughs> like, well, I said, fuck. Oh, yeah, no. It's, like, like, it's like, it's nothing personal. Like, I'm yeah. frustrated during the game. And honestly, what I was trying to do is to communicate that to everyone else so that we could get our shit together.
1: But... I don't uh, think there's ever been a, a player on the team that's thought he was even a a decent coach.
0: No. I, he's I,
1: just I, a, he's a Limbrook meme. <laughs> yeah, like
0: I I don't think any high school soccer coaches are good coaches. None of them have like it's all fucking kick the ball and run. And
1: like, yeah, literally. they don't know he, the first thing about it.
0: He played me as a center back for four years. After I was like, "Hey, maybe like try me in midfield as like a holding midfielder." No, we don't play holding midfielders. We play <laughs> four four two. Okay, fucking Fergie, what is this? The 1990? the team
1: captains Rob and Anthony were like, "Dude, Jake, to play Jake Centerman, play Jake Center. He'll be right back. <laughs>
0: and yeah, and I played on uh, on a club team with Rob, and I played striker. So Rob was like, "Yeah, no, maybe like throw him up top if we're not scoring because." Even if I didn't score, like, I was big and I could pass the ball so I could hold it up pretty decently. But, like, that's honestly more yeah. what I brought to the table as a striker than scoring goals. But yeah, he was like, no, Keefe's tall. He's a center back. I'm like,
1: yeah, literally. Like, I remember he and, asked, like, what do you want to play? I'm like, yeah, I think I'm more of, like, a smart player, so I need to be in the middle. I don't care if it's defense. I'll play center back. Yeah, you're yeah. playing right back.
0: And it was stupid because it's it was annoying because other – ben antonio i was the only one that knew how to defend on that
1: team. oh my god it was and he was sending every game and he wouldn't change it.
0: it i know and i was never a defender like growing up never a defender always center mid or striker and then i think at a travel team tournament like the kid who played center back got hurt so i was like yeah i'll go back there and like i'm not an amazing player but i think the one thing i did have was like i read the game pretty well um, compared to especially the kids we played against. But yeah. Um, so like that, I was able to drop in, but it,
1: if yeah, you was, just played, like, if you're
0: tall, me. you play in defense, me and Antonio at center. back. Yeah, I'm literally. Like, hey, this might work, but we're both really fucking slow. So <laughs> like I was the speed um, center back, like that was sweeping and everything. And I was like, I don't know how this is really going to work. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that Everton game, McTominay, I thought he won it at the end.
1: I know, me too. But
0: uh, yeah. Um, then, I mean, I guess on the bright side, uh, he did win it for us.
1: Yeah. Did we? Another goal. <laughs> <Insane>. That's like
0: <laughs> six and 11, I think I saw in his last 11 games and three in his last three appearances.
1: Yeah, yeah, he scored three and three, right?
0: Yeah, and he's Crazy. got seven this season, which
1: That's brings his now.
0: total career tally to 14. So he's equaled his career total this season. And he always pops up with a goal when we need one. Like, he never scores when it's like a blowout. I feel like every goal he scores, it changes a lot, the yeah. course of the game. Like, it's a deciding factor. Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah, that's what he brings yeah. to the team, for sure. And,
0: yeah, and other than our strikers and Bruno and, like, well, our forwards, like Rashford, Martial, Greenwood, whatever, like, winners, strikers, yeah. and Bruno, I don't think anyone else in the squad has as many goals as Scott.
1: Yeah, he probably has more than some of them.
0: Yeah, which is weird from... Uh, who everyone really just thinks of as a, like, brute holding midfielder, like, uh, just big body, break things up. Yeah. He's a really underrated player, I think.
1: Yeah, he doesn't even play every game and he has these many goals.
0: Exactly. And whenever he does play um, or come on uh, late, he changes the way – we're playing like he brings energy oh, to the makes, team. And yeah,
1: huge difference. He
0: we play with urgency and we compress like I think yeah. this summer might be it for Nemanja Matic. Um unfortunately. Yeah, or was... at least this year I think will be his last year so yeah getting I don't, He shouldn't in the first be getting into the
1: team for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But because he's... has
1: Fred are too good.
0: Yeah. And like. Matic, he's really, really smart reads the game super well yeah, and for sure. defensively probably the most defensively sound midfielder that we have but he's lost a bit of pace over the years he was never fast to begin with and I think just with Fred and McTominay even if you play both of them in um like in um fuck I can't think in exchange for Matic, like you put yeah. them two and change the way we play. Maybe play two up front, like two central and a diamond midfield. I think if you right. put them two in, they just bring like we can actually press with Nemanja yeah. Matic, and we can't press because it's yeah we we don't stay as like a cohesive unit when yeah we, it's literally insane the difference
1: out. yeah it's a completely different game and we when them two are in we can com- we're completely on top pressing at all times and those two are in their energy for 90 minutes is insane. Mm. I always say like it's if they start well, we will win and if they don't well then we'll see but they they're that they make that much of a difference.
0: Yeah. Me. I actually think like um McTominy I think going forward should be one of the first names on the team sheet without a doubt. Yeah, for Fred, sure. Fred I don't know so much about the thing for me, like, so, well, we're probably going to get rid of Pogba, but if we do get rid of Pogba, there's talk that we'll get Grealish. So like, that's a like for like player. They're more of a creative midfield. They're right. not really box to box. So um, I thought over the summer, instead of buying Donny van de Beek, we should have went out and got Thomas Partey from Atletico Madrid. His release clause was like the same amount as we paid for Van de Beek. And he's a really strong defensive um, midfielder. Reads the game super well. Yeah. Can actually pass and move the ball a lot better than most holding midfielders do.
1: Yeah, he's a very quality player.
0: Yeah, and I thought if we had him, McTominay, and Pogba or Grealish, um, and then... Bruno in a diamond that would have been one of the best midfields in the league if you had time. And I would still have Fred 100%, but just as a squad player, like kind of how G-sung Park was for us.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah.
0: Um, Henderson's uh, started against West Ham. He actually looked really good. Yeah. He's looked good every time he's come in. He, um, was it against Bournemouth when he or no not Bournemouth sorry Sheffield when he played um, during the season he had a mistake early on I remember but then he really um, bounced back off of that and had a good game throughout and he's played pretty well um, since then and he'll make mistakes occasionally but he he usually makes up for them um, later in the game And
1: And he's super determined to get into the team. Yeah. (laughs) And his
0: distribution's a lot better than De Gea's, I think. Um, Yeah. Also, he's a lot more aggressive than De Gea, which – because you'll see him come out of the net sometimes, and you're like, what the fuck? And he'll be, like, outside the 18, like, kind of just going like that, making, like, sliding at a player, trying to make a stop. And you're like, what the fuck? because if he gets caught out, it's a clear on yeah. goal. But it scares you. But they've worked out for the most part. I mean, yeah, no, you'll he's have like a your
1: really good goalie.
0: Yeah. Um, do you think we should be starting Henderson or De Gea going at forward? At this point,
1: probably. At this point, I I'd probably I'm going to go with Henderson.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think definitely next summer henderson um needs to be told and like reassured that he's our number one um yeah because i think that's he's he played sheffield was one of the best keepers in the league last year when he was there on loan um yeah and now he's coming back barely getting game time getting cup games and stuff like that but that's got to be frustrating for him and He has so much talent. So, you know, if he's not getting game time here, he can just say, okay, I'm out. Like, I don't. If you guys are just going to not let me get into the team, I'm going to go get minutes somewhere else. People would take him. Chelsea was looking for him before they bought Mendy. I heard rumors about that. I remember. And if we lose him, I think we're going to regret it so much.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. He's, I think he'll be the number. Like, I think he should be number one now, but that's, like, only because, like, De Gea is, like, it's hard to just drop a goalkeeper. Especially but if you want to, like, just... sell him on. Yeah, hard but to... for sure, Henderson is going to be our number one, whether it's in a year or not. But he's he needs to be told that. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. And, like, especially for the age he's at, remember when De Gea was young, like, especially during the Fergie days with De Gea? De Gea was not a top-class goalkeeper uh, early on. He was really shaky. I remember coming out on crosses, especially, like every time a ball got put into the box, you're like, oh, fuck. It was like yeah. he was just going <laughs> to flail out of it and just
1: – Yeah, that DC. actually did usually happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, but um, to his credit, he's really improved, become one of the best um, Yeah, of his time. But I think – He was never a great distributor of the ball, never amazing on crosses. Like I said, Uh, the one thing that always really impressed me and everyone else was his just amazing reflexes and shot-stopping ability. Like, he'd come up with saves that were out of this world. Like, you would think that they were on a video game. Yeah. But that, I feel like, hasn't even been happening as much recently. No, yeah. Yeah, he's he's still a good keeper. Definitely deserves to be a number yeah, one somewhere. Yeah, people but,
1: definitely give him too much shit. Like, yeah. he's still a world class keeper.
0: Yeah, and I think the only reason that it's even a question of, oh, do we get rid of De Gea, is because we have Henderson in this position where he's yeah, so exactly. young and he's really really promising. And
1: yeah, like, yeah. And if we didn't have an incredible keeper, like I'm, I'd be happy to have De Gea. But we just have a keeper that's that good. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I think this summer might be Dave's last year here. Yeah, I can Um,
1: see
0: it. Yeah. Um, Also in the FA Cup, uh, keeping kind of on track with United, their opponent the weekend, Everton, 5-4 they beat Tottenham (laughs) in extra time. That was a crazy
1: game. (laughs) I know. Like, I was yeah. When when you think of Tottenham, you think like maybe one nil either team, like boring kind of defensive game. Jesus.
0: Especially was like, since
1: Mourinho's come in. Exactly, and it was like the most defenseless game ever. Like they couldn't defend.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I'm trying to look up the lineups from that. I know Gareth Bale didn't even make the bench.
1: I don't. Yeah, think. really weird. I don't understand um, that. I think he's done at. I know he's been them, such a disappointment
0: done it any team in yeah, europe if, yeah, like in,
1: sure.
0: in europe meaning like champions league and you know yeah because he had the world at his feet when he went to Real madrid did really well for a couple of years but just never like he showed flashes flashes yeah. for a long time but never really settled in and did it consistently
1: he also never like learned like full spanish <laughs>
0: yeah i mean <laughs> I don't know. yeah i don't know how you're gonna do that like, yeah or at least like because the thing is maybe if, if like you know what um like alex tell comes here bruno came here um we have a lot of guys that speak portuguese and like spanish and yeah. stuff like that and i think bruno also spoke italian but like for a while, you can get by doing that, but then at a point yeah. to kind of gel with the whole squad, you need to all be speaking. I like,
1: know, but you're living or, there. Which, yeah, like, you should want to know the language, <laughs> or like not even. Yeah,
0: like obviously, speaking Spanish is the best way to talk to his teammates in yeah. Real Madrid. But like, even just yeah, I feel like he never even really kind of got into the team. Like even. um Morale
1: wise, like
0: he was yeah. never really included. Um
1: yeah, he seemed out of place. Yeah. And he's just been so disappointing. Now I was so excited when I saw him going back, I was like, that's so cool. He's just been so disappointing. Even when he's played, he's just not looked nearly the same yeah. as when obviously. Well,
0: you know what? Uh, so I think Mourinho's such a fucking bad manager for a player in his position to have. Because Mourinho, when a player's not performing great, Mourinho, instead of trying to like put an arm around their shoulder and lift them up, he'll kind of go at them openly yeah. in the media, make some comments about them, and hope that <laughs> they see that and go, oh, fuck you, Jose. <laughs> like, I'll show you and prove him wrong. Yeah. You remember with Luke Shaw, he slated Luke Shaw so much in the press. And I was always like... Well, what the fuck did Luke do? He he just came back from having his leg snapped in <laughs> half. And, like, he Mourinho also didn't give him consistent minutes. And it's like, how is someone going to um, push for a spot in the team if they're not even getting the chance to yeah. uh, put yeah. together a string Mourinho, of performances?
1: Mourinho deals with things really bad. <laughs> he also cannot take a loss. He's the yeah. biggest sore loser I've like, ever seen. He deals with them so weirdly. I, he could I lose like, it, yeah. But he he is
0: one of the best managers um yeah, of our generation. Sure. But the thing is, I think he's been in football past his time, like he was a very kind of aggressive and like um yeah, like you know how the Premier League was in the 2000s like you have uh, yeah, Roy Keane, Vieira, you had viditch um character like all these actual like hard men who would go fucking throw out tackles they weren't like concerned with social media or anything like that there's one out played football that's all they really gave a shit about yeah and i think Mourinho works for that type of player but now i think it's becoming like more the players kind of need you to put an arm around them and say hey you're going through a rough spell right now. It's all right. Like, yeah. But he doesn't do that that much. He does sometimes, but it's only with, like, very, very certain, like, specific players. So
1: Yeah. No, yeah, he's... I don't know. And even if he loses a game, like, he'd be like, yeah, my team, the better team lost. When, clear, if you watch, like, they clearly weren't the better team in all these times. He says that. I remember when he said it against... Like Liverpool and they lost four one. and, Like they got complete dominated. He's like, yeah, we were the better team. Yeah. And I was like, like, huh.
0: I understand if you lose by a goal or even even two. I'll give you if like you concede one really late on because yeah, obviously sure. you're going to be more open in the last like ten yeah. minutes because you're going to be having to throw everyone forward to try and get an equalizer. Yeah. Um. Then you could say, yeah, you know, we kind of dominated for big stretch of this game. The better team lost, but four one. No way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Literally.
0: Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't happen. Like
1: Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I don't think he's I don't think he's a manager for the current how it's soccer's played right now. It's he just yeah. doesn't fit like he, the defensive thing he does a talent. Like it, it's just not it's not it's not gonna work.
0: It it works when the players all buy into it, but that's the thing. Players I think now just wanna, you know, attack and have a yeah. little bit of freedom when they're playing. They don't wanna go okay, yeah, we'll all get 10 men behind the ball, press, have like 30 to 40% of the possession, but then when they lose it, we break and score a goal and then hold up shop. Players don't want to do that now.
1: Yeah. It's not fun to watch
0: also. Like, I remember when Mourinho was at United Some of the games I would just be like, oh, fuck, we're playing. Yeah. We, We would play like Southampton. I'd be like, yep. I mean, you know, it's going to let them have the ball for some reason. Yeah,
1: literally. We played like that for every game, and it was so hard to watch. And, like, we play like that
0: at certain times now under Ole, but it's against, like, Liverpool, um, City, like, Chelsea. Like, these teams that are expected to um, hold a lot of possessions, so we kind of let them have it. Right. And – then we'll press and counterattack because we have really fast uh, players up front. Yeah, uh, with Mourinho, it wasn't even fun. Like we had Luk- Lukaku and Ibra up front. Like I know we, Lukaku might get through uh, onto a through ball, but Ibra's not like I know. gonna be a defender one on one. Great player, but that's just not his skill set.
1: And we'd go one down every single game. Yeah, I mean we still do that. To be fair, true. Yeah, but at least we're in third now, at least for yeah. you know, looking better.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, the rest of the FA Cup uh, fixtures were um, so yeah, United, Bournemouth, City, Sheffield, Leicester, Everton, um, Southampton, and Chelsea all advanced. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Burnley ended up losing 2-0, but um, we drew, United drew Leicester in the next round. Did you see that? Yeah,
1: I saw. It's tough uh,
0: That's, <laughs> tough and away at Leicester.
1: Yeah, I saw. It's tough. Yeah. Um, it's definitely not the, uh, that's probably the, the, act- the second worst we could have gotten. I
0: probably mean, we City. got a derby, yeah. Like that's um, Chelsea, I don't know. The the only reason I wouldn't want to play Chelsea in the cup is we haven't played Thomas Tuchel yet. Yeah. So I'd rather see what he's like in the league because I think we can actually have a go at winning that FA Cup.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: Yeah, and then um, yeah, the other uh, draws are Everton. Um, They're going to be hosting City next round.
1: That's a pretty good game.
0: Yeah, Bournemouth uh, hosts Southampton. That's honestly. That'll be a decent game, I think. Um, Yeah. Because Southampton's been inconsistent recently. I mean, in the Prem, they've kind of slipped up the past couple of um, games. And then um, Leicester hosts us, like I said. And then the last one is um, Chelsea versus Sheffield at
1: Stanford Bridge. Hmm, They got a lucky draw. Yeah. Even did. though they did struggle, they did struggle to beat them just in the Premier League 2-1 the other week.
0: Yeah, and then they needed
1: um a penalty.
0: Yeah. And then I, this round against Barnsley, they only won 1-0 on a offside goal, but there's yeah. no VAR at the Barnsley ground.
1: An offside goal yeah, of okay. chances, yeah. I
0: I mentioned this in the earlier rounds. I brought this up um, when I was talking about um, James and Evan. Um, but I thought they didn't have VAR in the um, FA Cup until it got to, like, the latter stages where it's, like, all Premier League grounds or they'd be hosting it at neutral venues or something like that um, so that it would be even across the board. Because I right. think that's the only fair way to have it. Like, yeah, in our game and the um, Everton game, there was VAR in those games because they had it at the grounds. Like, I think for the competition, they should have it as
1: yeah, each definitely. Team plays
0: under the same thing, and I okay, I could see maybe not having it every single round, but I think every round where those there's going to be a, a match that they don't have the facilities for VAR, then no games that round. Yeah, together. you
1: can't – it shouldn't be some have, some yeah. That's so or, dumb, honestly. Yeah, or because
0: there's um no fans anywhere, move yeah. it to a neutral venue. I mean, there's a bunch of Premier League clubs that are out, and they're not playing – Right now, there's no fans or anything either. Yeah. Wembley could host the odd game or two each round that needs that. Like, there's definitely ways around it, but I just think that's just such a weird way to have it.
1: Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah.
0: Like, United last round, they could have got a goal called back from VAR. Chelsea advanced because they didn't have VAR at that ground, and they scored a goal, which should have and would have been called back.
1: It's yeah. a, it's
0: not a fair playing ground, really.
1: No, not at all.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't like that. I think that's going to have to get changed
1: eventually. Yeah, me neither. Me too. Yeah, yeah. and Chelsea's just they're, like, they're just scraping by. They're barely beating Sheffield United. They're barely beating Barnsley. And they had a good lineup. They had Like, to Ziyech, Abraham, conte like, they had good players out there. Yeah, and I mean,
0: like, to their defense, I mean, it's going to take them a little bit of time to gel with what Thomas Tuchel wants them to do. Yeah, that's the truth. No Thiago
1: Silva. Yeah,
0: and um, the signings that Lampard made aren't gelling, and now Tuchel has to try to get them um, yeah. back in form and he didn't buy anyone either which i think they could have definitely done with some reinforcements but the thing is they spent so
1: much in the summer so like yeah. yeah exactly yeah i wonder if he's gonna do anything in the summer
0: i think he has to yeah me too yeah um oh and really the other big talking point from this week in english football mike dean uh over yeah. the weekend in the West Ham game, sent uh uh yeah, Thomas off. It got rescinded later, so
1: yeah, like it was definitely yeah, so. a terror. Like I was watching it and I, I honestly couldn't believe that he gave him a red card. Like, especially after watching it, even the commentators were like how the heck are you taking the song? It's clearly yeah. not a red, and I was shocked it's a red. And that sucks. Was, there was only a minute left anyway, and it got received. Yeah. And like so, like why the fuck are we are you people sending him death threats? And, I, I like.
0: And it, it didn't change the course of the game. Did it? No,
1: there was like a, it was yeah. a 90th minute.
0: Yeah, you know, f- fucking everyone probably picked up, um, Suchek on fantasy. Yeah, week, I mean, there he's was getting a, yeah. really good form, and then he got like the minus points for red card, and they're like,
1: yeah game. literally and like they did have a free kick like when he got sent off that i mean it was in a position where they could they were going to cross it so he is a big player to cross to but still i mean after that kick it was over game got ended so yeah it got rescinded so it's not a big deal
0: yeah and like regardless of the decision that the referee makes there's no reason
1: yeah no yeah he can make it the worst yeah exactly yeah like and it's mike dean he's been doing this forever
0: yeah, like, and also it's football. Like, as much as we all love it and care about it and take it seriously, it doesn't need to be taken that seriously. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Like, we don't need to be saying, then, yeah, Mike Dean, yeah. like, I'm going to kill you and your family. Literally. And another thing is, off with 30 seconds yeah.
1: left. And another thing is, no one knows what the VAR were telling him in his ear. They clearly told him to look at it, so they couldn't yeah. decide, first of all. And they might have said, like, uh, we think that there's no clear, like, it has to be a red.
0: Yeah, and one of the things that I feel like makes VAR make some questionable decisions a lot is they kind of look to judge like intent.
1: Yeah. And, and yeah.
0: I think especially when it gets put in slow-mo like and then slow-mo again and again and again, it's so hard to judge intent because you'll see the player like as he's moving glance over and you're like, "Oh, they saw that guy." And then they make contact with him, but it's like they're already moving that way. Yeah, they literally saw him at the last second, and they were probably trying to pull back um, from making any contact, but yeah, just couldn't do it in time. Like, that's like remember Nani when he got sent off in the Champions League when we were playing Madrid? Yeah, it was like, I see why the red card was given, yeah. Not and the they, right decision. No,
1: but. yeah. And they didn't even have VAR. <laughs> yeah. But that was terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was the worst, actually.
0: Yeah. And Mike <laughs> like he gives a lot of right cards compared to other refs. Like I think I saw some stack around that he's given more than any other Premier League ref, um or something. Really? <laughs> or I think like any active Premier League ref, but yeah. Um other than him,
1: who else has been
0: Oh, like even like for that ever? Long.
1: oh i thought you meant this season N-
0: no i think active um oh. premier league refs like other than him none of them have been refereeing yeah, no, that he, long like we used to have howard webb who yeah was he's there forever like, but the yeah yeah like i feel like mike dean is almost becoming like new howard webb he's like that yeah referee where you tune into the united game and you go oh mike dean's officiating like, yeah <laughs> half of the games you turn you're like alright, I recognize that guy, but I don't know yeah. who he is. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Sutrek, uh came out and defended Mike Dean and said that this is, like, disgusting that Mike Dean and his family are having to deal with this. Um,
1: yeah, I don't care was... if he made the wrong decision. I still want him to ref. He's clearly a good ref.
0: Yeah, and, like, wrong calls are going to get made. It's a game. I like, know, yeah. Wrong calls are going to get made all the time and sometimes he'll be in favor of your team sometimes they will
1: yeah, be against exactly. your
0: team like everyone thinks united get um half their goals from free penalties that are like not even fouls according mm-hmm. to every other fan on like instagram and twitter apparently but yeah, like there's going to be questionable decisions made all the time, and they go both ways. Over time, it'll it'll even out. You know, no need to go attacking a person like personally, like attacking that actual person's character, not like ah, oh, fucking terrible call, ref. Like
1: <laughs> Mike know. Dean,
0: you and your family better sleep with one eye open tonight. Like yeah. that's and literally
1: horrific. in the 90th minute, like yeah, it's so it, oh. it wasn't going to change anything. Yeah,
0: and um, yeah, he said he was going to take some time off, but... Uh,
1: I'm sure they needed him pretty bad.
0: Yeah, and after um, apologized and I think a lot of other
1: people were saying
0: um, basically condemning the abuse that he was getting from fans. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think that's kind of what he needed. He needed to see that the league and players and everyone, like, they're behind him
1: too, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. You shouldn't be feeling, like, downed about that.
0: Yeah. Um, so, who do you think is going to win the cup? Um, no, obviously, I mean, we both want to say United.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think Man City still. I think they're, they're going to yeah. win everything. I think
0: Man City, but this round is a tricky fixture for City. Yeah. I mean they're playing Everton, um, They're in good form. City are still in the Champions League, right? Yeah. Yeah. They do- Yeah. So they're gonna be playing midweek games from now until March, which is when the next FA Cup game is basically. Everton won't be doing that. I think they might have to rotate a little bit. I think Everton might be able to beat City and if Everton beat Manchester City next round, I think
1: United are going to win it. Yeah, I think we I think but, the same thing. But
0: then if City win next round, then I think City are going to win
1: it. Yeah, I think City yeah. will beat Everton yeah. comfortably, like, honestly.
0: Yeah, in, in all honesty, City are my favorites, but something I can see them slipping up at Everton. I hope so, yeah. Yeah, I
1: could definitely hope so. so I mean, and if that bit, happens, yeah. I
0: think we. We we, we should yeah, uh, full position for for that. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: could honestly I honestly could see Man City winning the the Premier League, the Champions League, and the FA Cup.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they they could definitely do trouble. They
1: they look so dominant.
0: Yeah. Um I mean Bayern I think is still the toughest test in the Champions League. Just like that team, everyone is so good. And some of those players come through or breakthrough out of nowhere like davies who who thought alfonso davies i know
1: yeah. yeah yeah
0: um all right so then uh you want to put out some predictions for this weekend's bigger games and then wrap it up
1: yeah sure
0: all right so we got uh lester play liverpool city play tottenham uh those are two pretty big games and then, you know, we'll put the main United-West Brom in there because yeah. for us, United game is always a big game. And then um, Arsenal-Leeds could be an interesting one.
1: Yeah, it's a good game.
0: Yeah. Um, so Leicester versus Liverpool, who do you think is going to come out on top there?
1: That's, that's, a, pretty, that's a good game for sure. Uh I, I am gonna take I am gonna take Liverpool to win though. Uh I mean I, I think it's I don't think it's gonna be anything super convincing, but I just think that they they're gonna be angry about their form and they're gonna wanna get back to winning ways. And they still have Salah and Mane. I just think that I think they're gonna come back this weekend and get a win.
0: Yeah. Um I actually I uh think Leicester's gonna Come out on top there, at least grab points. I think it'll be 2 okay. um, 1. Okay. Vardy's back. Madison's performing really well as of late.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: And Liverpool, obviously, the injuries to their back line, but they also, last game out against City, didn't look solid at all in the back, um, even yeah. with the new signings that they made. All right. Um, yeah. And then the other game is. Man City-Tottenham that day.
1: Yeah, that's um, a good game as well. Uh, for this one, uh, I, I honestly – I'm going to go 3-0 Man City. I don't, I don't think that Tottenham are going to even score. I don't – I think that Man City are going to completely dominate them.
0: Um, I think it's going to be 3-1. I think Harry Kane and Sunback, uh, them two on the field, I – kind of got to give Tottenham at least one goal okay yeah you
1: know?
0: and um I would I was gonna say 4 one but Mourinho sets up a little bit more defensively than a Jurgen Klopp team so I think it's gonna be a little yeah. bit harder for them especially to break down. against t- yeah. yeah yeah I think they'll only get three um past them so yeah City winning 3-1 to Tottenham okay. and West Brown versus Man United um I mean, I think we need to win this one.
1: Uh, Yeah, we
0: do. Like, we should win this one, and we need to. If we don't win this one, give City the fucking title right now. You might as well like. Um, Yeah, no, this is a game where we can't drop points. We need to win, and I think we're going to come out and win 4-0. Yeah, I'm going
1: to say. I think it's going to be.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be kind of a. Not a statement win because we're not really – I don't think we're going to be up there for the league title, but kind of saying like, yeah, no, we do belong up here. You know, yeah.
1: We need Randall to we, – we, we, can, we cannot draw points in this game. Yeah.
0: Um, and then Arsenal leads the other game. Um, Good game. That's a Yeah, that's an exciting game. Um, I think this one's going to be a draw 3-3. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because Leeds, they—I mean, we saw it against them. They just defensively, they're really open because they press so, so much. So they get caught out um, pretty often. I think, yeah. And then, so that's a easy way for Arsenal to uh, um, yeah. get some goals. Yeah, I could and actually. Then yeah, I could Arsenal, not great form. Their yeah. defense is. One of the worst <laughs> parts of that team. I mean, and yeah, uh, also Leeds. Th- they're fun to watch. Patrick Bamford, Rafinha, like they can. Oh my score god, Rafinha
1: can... is—he's honestly a world-class player.
0: Yeah, so I think yeah, three-three yeah, Leeds and Arsenal.
1: All right, I could definitely see it being high-scoring as well. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna take Leeds three one. Actually, the last two games they won. They they just looked so good. They yeah. Like, uh, Rafi, that Rafinha guy, man, he's gonna go somewhere. He is such a good player. I saw. Liverpool, did you see the man. move he did against uh, Cahill? Did you yeah. see that the burba spin? Yeah. Oh, oh my god, he does shit like that all game.
0: Yeah, he's fun to watch.
1: He's so fun to yeah. watch.
0: Um Leeds are. A uh, really fun team to watch, honestly. Like coming back after what 16 years out of the Premier League, they haven't disappointed. they like,
1: no, not at all. They're one of the most fun teams to watch for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: So uh, that covers the weekend's games, I guess. So uh, I guess that's that. All right. Um, yeah. Thanks, guys, for listening. That was episode three of the Footy Philosopher podcast. Uh, I'm Jake Fellows, and that was
1: you're jake fellows i'm keith forgan
0: you're jake fellows and uh yeah like uh follow and uh we'll see you next
1: time <laughs> see ya <laughs> uh. <laughs> that was a really good